The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth and with me is Swoosh. Hi! Unfortunately, John Doe is not with us again, although this should be the last week. He should be back next week. Unless life throws another curveball, we'll finally have a John Doe back. We'll be good. Which will be really good. I'm pretty sure everyone's getting sick of this one-sided conversations we have because we agree with each other too far much. We really do. (laughs) We kind of need John Doe to be like the offset for our weirdness. Yes. With his other brand of weirdness. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's why we originally got him on the on the the show when Ben left. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, we've got to start with 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 real shitty stuff. Yay! the The big thing that happened this week is not good. There's no real good way to talk about it. So, essentially, it seems like Wizards of the Coast slash Hasbro sent the Pinkertons to retrieve product from a YouTuber's house and they basically put a gun in his face. Yeah. Um, and yes, Pinkertons as in the guys who are the villain in the Left 4 Dead game. No, no. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Not Left 4 Dead. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrong dead things. Yes, yeah, so a bunch of zombies rolled up to their house and went, give cards. <laughs> Why you have this? But yeah, no. So, like... It's an actual company. Uh, they were exactly as they appeared in the games. Essentially, just horrible things. Um, to the point where I think it's at a uh, country level. The U- U.S. government has said "fuck these guys" by writing into law they can't so work under them or something. The original Pinkerton Detective Agency had that done to it. These guys mm. are, are some kind of descendant branch of it. Yeah. Theoretically, I think they're they're sort of slightly, you know, legal dodged out of some of that stuff. I oh, wouldn't yeah, know. I don't know enough about the Pink... Quite honestly, until this turned up, I didn't even think the Pinkertons were still a thing. Yeah, it was that. I thought they were a thing made up for the games. I knew they were a real thing, but it was like, you hear about them only as in a, like, you know, we're back in the bad old days type of thing, yeah. not as a, a in the real world 2023 thing. And turns out they're just as fucked up as before. Yeah. So, like, so, the full story of this is just some guy managed to get a hold of some cards ahead of schedule, like, two weeks before the new wave hit for Magic, mm. I think it was. Yes. Um, essentially, he's, I think he bought them from a game shop or someone, or they were sent out somewhere. Essentially, they got incorrectly sent to a card shop, that card mm. shop then sold them, and then he's yep. been like, oh, hey, new Magic card, this is a dude who does a lot of MTG stuff, so. Yeah, he's like, cool, so new cards to show on my YouTube channel. Yeah. So of course that's gotten back to the uh, Hasbro or Wizard the Coast or whoever's you know done it, and they've mm. gone, no, we don't like that. So they've gone to a loss recovery place, and unfortunately that loss recovery place manages to employ the Pinkertons, who have then turned up and gotten a bit too flashy with some stuff. So yeah, from what we, what the reports that I can find, um, apparently they they were very aggressive when they got there. Uh, they were, you know, demanding the guy, like, by full name, so it's not like, hey, is Jim here? Nah, mm. they're just like, you know, Joe, Jim Rodriguez, blah, blah, I don't know what his name is, I... Somewhere there's a guy called Jim Rodriguez, like, shit himself, <laughs> like, oh god, no! Um, <laughs> oh no, my Pokemon cards! <laughs> um, 
So, so like, they've been giving his full name, they're, they're freaking him out, they've pushed their way in, and apparently flashed some iron. Yeah. But that's as much as we know. Hmm. Um, I've not been able to find anything that gives a more detailed or any additional corroborating evidence. Yeah. Um, this is a first-hand account by the guy, though. Yeah. It's one of those things like, either way, it's kind of a fucked up situation. At no point yeah. when there are trading cards involved should there be guns involved. And it's not... Okay, so like, I could maybe have understood it. Like, with the guy we were talking about last week, where it was $500,000 worth of product. Yeah. It's I mean, like... That, that's technically like a felony at that point. Like That's dumb, but it's like, yeah. okay, it's a lot of... This dude had like three boosters. Yeah. It's not like they were trying to retrieve like piles and piles of stolen product. It, it's a small sample that he happened to have. And even then, like, from what you managed to find before the episode, like, sounds like they tried to get in contact with him, and then, you know, they couldn't get through. So, I mean, all right, we'll go to the Lost uh, I'll, like, I'll read Watsi's statement. This is what yeah. Watsi's come out and said about this whole thing. As part of our investigation into unauthorized distribution and disclosure of, uh, of embargoed product, we repeatedly attempted to contact an individual who had received unreleased cards. After that outreach was unsuccessful, an investigator visited him and asked him that he reach out to us as part of our investigation and return the embargoed product and packaging. He agreed to do both. The unreleased product has been replaced by us with the product he intended to purchase, and we appreciate the individual's cooperation in, and the investigation is ongoing. That's according to Watsi. Yeah. So, according to them, they did try and contact him and didn't just send in the big gun. But then, like, no, literal big guns. Um, but it's just like, how did that go so wrong? And even that uh, response that they've given downplays what happened a lot, if that's what they're saying. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, he's agreed to help. Like, yeah, you tend to agree pretty quick when there's fucking guns involved. Mm. So, we, we had a big discussion about how we, how we wanted to present this particular mm. article before the... the the podcast because mm. both me and Twitch have very strong opinions about this. Oh yeah. Um, and we wanted to get our, our message across correctly. The thing I, I think needs to be pointed directly is firstly, the Pinkertons are a bunch of pieces of crap. Oh yeah. Agreed. You are doing a retention you are you are hired to go and get some fucking playing cards. Mm. What the fuck are you doing flashing guns and being giant lumps of garbage? Yeah. Maximum blame dumped on on them. Next up the chain, you have the company they worked for. Mm. And you guys hired these fucking idiots. Yeah. You need to show repercussions to them and, and be better. Or don't hire them at all. Like, like what are you doing? People properly, like, fuck. And then you get to the top level where you're talking about what's the Hasbro who hired a company to do product retrieval yeah. the fact that you d you would I would highly suggest them not to deal with this fucking company anymore if they can oh absolutely um, it is one of the largest in the states so I get why they probably went to them whether or not they knew that they would send these guys or that any of this would happen I have not been able to legitimately find any reference to yeah the best I could find was them hiring a company with known ties to the Pinkerton I think the only link that's actually there people have been jumping on is the fact that someone who works for them in their recovery department used to work yeah. for the Pinkertons. That, that's um, the big quote-unquote smoking gun. 
I wouldn't really call that a smoking gun. It's definitely a link that should be investigated. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's a smoking gun. Mm. So that's that. But but at the same time, like, Watsi hasn't come out and decried this company or or the actions of these men. Yeah. But at the same time, I hate saying it, but like they're a big company. That's they're not gonna. Uh, pretty much like when we were discussing this before it's the same thing you said before they're not going to accept any or put forward any blame that could be linked back to them mm. but it's just it's a shitty situation especially yeah. for the poor fucker who had like all oh, absolutely happened to him for simply ordering like buying some booster packs yeah and this could have happened to, I, I go to a magic thing pretty regularly I buy yeah. boosters all the time this could have happened to me yeah like, you could be sick at home and suddenly you get swatted because you bought the wrong kind of magic card. Like, that is a terrifying prospect yeah. to me. Uh, like, I understand the need to, like, control product. Yeah. But, like, there's the... And I could understand them, like, be like, you know, do your DMCA, pull his video down, um, you know, send him some messages or something. Like, they again, apparently they did try to reach out to him. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I get that sort of thing when you're like, we've got to control the product before it's it's live. Hmm. But this is this is a level of it where it's like, guys, like, come on. It's a bit weird. But also, it was only two weeks out. Yeah. I know that most companies will send out stuff around that time to try and vamp and hype people up. And a random YouTuber has got a hold of this, is now going to be showing your product to people... As long as he's not trying okay. to sell them on immediately. The I product wasn't fine. launching in two weeks. Hmm. The rollout of material started in two weeks. Ah. So they were about to start rolling out uh, the two, three weeks before a set comes out of hmm. spoilers for the set. Yeah. And then this guy has jumped that by two weeks. Yeah, fun. That makes more sense. So they were all getting ready for their big marketing push. They probably got video deals with a bunch of content creators to have exclusive... Um, abilities to show off certain cards and talk about mechanics and themes for the set. So, because yeah. you know, big content creators like uh, MTG Goldfish and the Command Zone are big places for the MTG community to focus on. Um, I mean, yeah. come on, uh, MTG Goldfish does a daily spoilers video. Yeah. So, those sort of creators you want to support by making sure that they get those exclusives. But if this guy went, here's a bunch of cards I got and all the exclusive cards you've been giving out to these channels to help pop them up and get the hype train going and now all spoiled. It's like, oh, well, our marketing engine's kind of got a hole in it. Yeah. So I can see like, why someone would want to clamp it. But like, oh yeah, definitely. again, if he'd maybe but, gotten a booster box or a box of booster boxes, maybe, but mm. he didn't. No, it's like, to me, like when I was uh, like found out this originally, it just gave me flashes of the was it cyberpunk levels of uh, dystopian future, where it's like, oh, the corps have their own military. It's like, mm. it's not far off considering they can just hire people like this to go and turn up with weapons and pull this shit. Mm. Like, it is a thing that can happen, and we are a few steps closer to midnight, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Well, let's face it, places like um, like Blackwater and Blackrock have been rolling around for ages doing all kinds of shady shit. Oh, yeah. We're getting one step closer to having corpse that just take over shit. And it's like, they'll drop the pretense eventually. I mean, yeah, come on. Can. Disney in Florida. 
Oh yeah, fuck. They they are their own separate. Like they run that place. Like there yeah. is no one. Like when you who employ... is the current mm-hmm. person in charge? I wonder who the actual person in charge of Florida is. Does he know he answers to the House of Mouse? <laughs> I mean, I don't think he'd be in charge if he didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, let's face it, when you're the guy who... It, it's all the tourism, it's all the jobs, it's... You, you go back get far to do enough, what you fucking want. You go back far enough in the guy's employment history, you find out he was Aladdin, and, like, that's one of the, the casting <laughs> people. <laughs> ah, the one them. guy who can kill people. <laughs> ah, yeah. I love that. That's one of my yeah, favorite Aladdin claws. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Jesus Christ. Like, like... It's getting to a point now there's going to be entire cities run by... Oh, there is cities run by corporations. Disney, for example, have their own city, which is for their staff. Yeah. It's... When you stop and think about it for one, like a few seconds, it gets a bit terrifying. Yeah. Which is why we... a corporation we... can set the rules, mm. that's when bad things happen. That's when we get back to the, the days of the company store. Yeah. Where you're paid in the company stock and you have to buy things through their store. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit fucked. Bit Do fun. better, Watsy. Do better. Yeah. <laughs> Don't at least put out something saying you won't go with this group again. Jesus mm. Christ. But, uh, but that's the most fucked up thing we've had uh, this week. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. Everything else is a shade lighter in every way. <laughs> we figured we'd start with the shittier thing, because now it's all downhill and we could have some more fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, probably the only other thing that's a bit of a downer, just because it's all very dry, um, is the Microsoft Activision deal might finally be a little bit deader, um, given the fact that At this point, they're just beating that dead horse to death, aren't they? It's just... Well, I mean, it's because the UK has decided that they want to block. Um, and that's adding a major impediment to this deal going, it still could, I'm not saying it can't. But Microsoft was getting pretty ready to be like, fuck the FTC, we're still going to fucking do it even if they don't want us to. And then the UK throwing down their verdict has basically been like, <laughs> you really think that's going to go through? Yeah, pretty much. But I just love the fact this all started because Sony wanted to throw shade and were afraid they might take away more of their revenue. And now both companies are getting like scrutinized from yeah. so many angles. If Sony had to shut the fuck up, they would not be having as many problems as they are now. Well, I still think they probably would have needed to make some noise, but once yeah. Microsoft was like, okay, we'll go to the table, yeah. then they needed to be like, okay, let's make a deal. Someone but got in, greedy. Well, like, I mean, the thing you've got to remember is, like, Sony is a very, very Japanese company. Yeah. And not all, and not everyone, mm. but a lot of Japanese companies see Western companies as just lesser. Yeah. So why would mighty Sony lower itself to deal with Microsoft? Yeah. A company that barely has any penetration in the Japanese market. Pretty much. So but they're not just, a competitor to them. They're just some other jackass who's stealing their things. Pretty much. Like, I, I can see where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's like, when you've made a, he- a headway of some kind... You do have to back away a bit, or else shit gets bad. Like someone held on very tightly to that grudge mm. during this entire debacle, and it's come back to fuck them up as well. Because yeah. did they try and get a, a deal, a very similar deal after the fact? Well, there was something they were pushing through. Uh, oh, we talked about no, it a while. they were trying to buy Square Enix. That's right. Yeah, 
um, which would have gotten every uh, every major JRPG under their label. Yeah, at which point um, I think it was like it was like, uh, question: Is that the same as your, what happened with Microsoft? It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Now, the better one was the fact that someone went, "Hey, uh, Japanese version of the FTC." Yeah, They're kind of becoming a bit of a monopoly, aren't they? And then that company, that organization, was like. Yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> you make some excellent points, random citizen. So, Meanwhile, you know... The Microsoft person disappears back into the shadows. <laughs> so, yeah, so it that so we might see it, we might not, but it's definitely got some serious roadblocks now. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's hilarious to laugh at, mostly because it means that countries are finally waking up and actually looking at this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's be honest, how long have these guys been going as a set, not quite a monopoly, but a duopoly across everything? Like, everything tends to fall under their banner, more or less. It, it's Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo, and Nintendo yeah. isn't even trying to compete with these two idiots. I, I love the fact that these guys are fighting in the background, whereas Nintendo is just in the background eating pace, like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's that Simpsons meme, where they're yeah. on the boat, and one of the monkeys is Microsoft, one of the monkeys is Sony, and all the people in the circle are just Nintendo watching it happen. Pretty much. Like, I, I'm guessing they're playing the long game. When these two finally destroy each other, Nintendo rises to the unquestioned console king. Well, look, I, I don't own the, the new consoles for either Sony or Microsoft. I do own a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> and I still buy games on my Switch. I'm very much looking forward to, I think it's like next week, playing... Um, the new Zelda. Yeah, no, I'm very keen for the new Zelda, actually. It's going to be good. Although, apparently, that game is, like, from reports that I've been... I've actually watched a, a big gameplay... Pre uh, review, uh, God, I can't. Words good. What, words is hard. I know, but, like, it's 90% of what a podcast is, so I better fucking figure it out. Um, yeah. I was watching... They took some people out to do a hands-on gameplay... And they could talk about anything they wanted afterwards. So I've watched one of those. And it sounds really good. Mm. Um, some clever ideas. Like uh, one of the guys talking about how he needed some wood. And the only place he could get wood was a tree. But he didn't have an axe. So yeah. he essentially took a stick. Fused it to a stone. And made a shitty axe. So he could cut down trees. I like that. That's pretty fun. Because their big thing is this new fusion mechanic. Where you can kind of stick stuff to stuff. Uh, okay, that, I mean, that could be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to end up with a bunch of random stuff my inventory. Well, you can build vehicles, so... Oh, I'm already in, okay. Uh, but apparently this thing is really pushing what the the Switch is still capable of producing. Is it, is it at least optimized more than Pokemon was? Because that's the big oh, thing. fucking better be. Swear to God, Dad, I still Ugh. can't finish the, the new one like, at all. Like, what possessed them to be like, oh, massive graphical glitches, characters off-model, T-posing, world basically doesn't load properly, pop in fucking everywhere. No, I actually, go on. At this point, I'm pretty sure this new version of Zelda has taken over and become the brand icon for Switch. It's not like yes. Pokemon. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely Zelda. Um, actually, one thing about Scarlet and Violet that I didn't know that pisses me off even more. So, the big mechanic in Scarlet and Violet was the terrestrialization thing. Where you yeah. could use the thing and they got a dumb hat and and changed their typing. Yeah. And got all crystally. Yay. Kind of seems like a dumb mechanic to me. And I, 
not everyone, but a lot of people I've talked to kind of agree. It was a bit stupid. I'm just sick of these weird mechanics. They had a better one. Did they? And it's at the end of the game. At the end of the game, the two the professors open a portal, hmm. and you get Paradox Pokemon. Oh, and, yes. And in one of them, they're ancient versions of currently existing Pokemon, and the other one, they're potentially far future versions, which yeah. are way more interesting than this terrestrialization bullshit. Agreed. Definitely. Because I've seen some of the, the things for that, where it's like future versions of stuff. It's like, yeah. It's like this. Why can't we have more of that? And the ancient ones, which are like sort of creating a convergent ancestor for two different Pokemon. It's like, that's such yeah. a cool idea! Yes! Why was this more? not the main feature of the fucking game? I know why. It's because they could apply terrestrialization to literally every Pokemon with no work. Yeah. But come on! You put the better thing in the game! No. None of that. God just, damn it. It seems like, so, like everything about the new games Pokemon just felt like a lost opportunity. Like Yeah. Especially after you put some solid groundwork in, not everyone liked it. I was so-so about it with mm. um, Sword and Shield, but it was definitely a good shift. You, I yeah. liked some of the stuff you're doing and the more open world things are on the map style. Mm. Uh, Arceus took you in a much better direction. I loved oh, yeah. Arceus. I played Arceus way was too great. much Arceus. I finished all of Arceus. Yeah. So um, Scarlet and Violet were basically like prepped to be at the gate winners yeah and then you just sort of fumble it and mostly not in the actual mechanics because a lot of people like the freeform mechanics hmm. the three different essential plot lines that you can tackle in any order and at any time people seem yeah. to really like that the more contiguous open world cool idea again you're doubling down on that like I'm going on my own Pokemon adventure. Yeah. Which is the thing everyone who likes Pokemon's ever wanted from the fucking games. Pretty much. But you flubbed it so hard in frame rate and bugs and glitches and... Mm. They'd optimized it, it could have been a, a pretty good game. But yeah. This was less of a fumble to me and more of a... You know when you drop your phone and you try and catch it with your foot, just boot it across the fucking room? Yep. That, that's what they did here. Uh... Somehow they missed the mark hard enough that they've imprinted it in the wall and it's just stuck there forever now. Like A very can, shitty blob on their, their reputation. I'll continue to tell anyone, look man, you want to play Pokemon? Go play Temtem. It's on yeah. Switch, it's on PC. And if you've got a PC, Coromon's another great option. I really enjoyed Coromon. I finished that recently. It's, yeah. Very, very fun. The only thing I find hilarious with that game is it, their evolutions. Like a lot of stuff has three stages in that game, so we got like small thing, still kind of small thing, and then beefcake. Yeah, it's like they suddenly hit the creatine in the last evolution. Pretty much, it's like one of them ate Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Is <laughs> this beef now? Because one of them's like an adorable little kitten, and then it turns into a giant tiger that could beat the shit out of any most like bodybuilder it's just yeah horrifying like, i love it um but yeah if you want something to scratch the itch uh temtem for the new generation because it's got the nice graphics and the 3d yeah. stuff if you want something that scratches the itch of the old pixel art stuff Coromon for sure absolutely because it, it's taken pixel art to its extreme they've done mm. well and i mean like we're both like lo like i mean i played original red and blue when they came out same um We've been following this shit for for a long, long time. 
Yeah. So, yeah, trust us. Temtem and Coromani are definite alternatives. They've carried on the soul of the original Pokemon games, in my opinion. Like, yes, definitely. And that's not even... feels very empty now. Yeah. I, I don't know how any way to put it. Like, the soul is lacking. And I think it's because the soul's been picked up by other people, other developers who miss those games and want to bring them back. To me, it's it, like these other developers are, are working with the idea of layering mechanics. Yeah build the game up so at the start it's simple but by the end of it it's much more complicated mm. whereas Pokemon seems to be like mechanic yeah, are there any more? no there's just the mechanic the mechanic it rules all the things praise be the mechanic but I would honestly really enjoy a soft reboot or just a complete reboot of the Pokemon games just start again you go back to basics and do something you want to do I don't think they could go back to basics I feel like if they actually did do that Hmm. they would just be left as like well you know all these other games have evolved yeah you can't they've kind of backed themselves into a weird arms race yeah they've pushed so far forward with this simple concept that they can't go backwards anymore Hmm. they have to go forwards the problem is every time they go forwards they forget everything they learned from the last game yeah all I'm asking is, come up with a cool idea, say, Paradox Pokemon, and do it again. Yeah. Just keep it. Don't throw it away when you make your next game. Remember that people liked that idea, and develop it. I'm still, and I know it's an old game, but I'm still pissed off they got rid of Megas. Yeah. I like Megas. Megas. That was the, the prime of the uh, advancement, I think. I hated Dynamax. I don't give a shit about crystallization. Well, like, what is it? Uh, Dynamax is just an evolution of that other one that they did where everything just gets big. Yeah. Um, It's... I I don't like that as a mechanic. I didn't want bigger. I wanted better. Yeah. Like, watching, like, the Charizard um, Mega Evolution where it finally become a dragon. dragon. Uh, (laughs) And it looks awesome as fuck like they basically is taking the end result and giving it something a little bit extra which is temporary i mean like and i i, I very specifically hunted because i've always liked the um abracadabra alakazam line yeah so the mega alakazam returns into the old sage with a whole army of spoons yeah it's really cool and have you seen the mega version of houndoom i have it's... it turns into satan yeah it's just like what the hell <laughs> this thing looks metal as fuck and I wanted more of that because you could have done a lot more stuff with that would be mm. fun even like the variants I'm okay with like um, when they brought in variant Pokemon I liked that because different environments mean different Pokemon yeah makes sense unfortunately they didn't really think about how that worked and did dumb stuff like the alternate version of Meowth yeah that that thing was weird we just it's turned... a Viking now like, okay whereas when they did okay we're gonna do an alternate version of a Growl I think a bit of ground typing yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm on board with this. Diggy yeah. Dog is Diggy Dog, let's go. I like it. I, the only good thing about the most recent Pokemon games is the fact that I can now have the entire bobsled team. Oh, yes, no, yes, the, the dog sled. So just, I can have a canine Pokemon for every typing. Yeah. It's great. But, uh, I, I would like to see more of these things, but back to our original topic, um, gaming companies and their bullshittery. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I... Microsoft, I think, 
they've just got the short end of the stick on this one. Every time they get close to doing it, something comes up to fumble it further. Well, I mean, I'm not entirely sure they're, like... It's just the kind of thing that may never get over the line. It is a big purchase. Mm. I could absolutely see why, even if they... Even if Sony hadn't kicked up a stick, the FTC might have been like, A. Yeah. Um, Because Bethesda's kind of been a little bit of, like... Yeah, their 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 star has well waned mm. when uh, Microsoft swept in and was like, "We're going to give you money, but you're ours now. Um, you belong to us now." Whereas Bethesda, um, uh, Bethesda Activision King, are still rising, uh, not rising, but they're still riding pretty high in the water as far as like cash flow goes. Yeah, the tide's not going out for them yet. They're still relatively. Young. Yeah, I mean, Blizzard's seen better days, and they're like the big teller for them is going to be how well the launch for D four goes. I'm assuming um, bad. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to go bad. I've been hearing like a lot of positive buzz about D four from the open betas that have happened. Yeah, um, and they did do the open beta far enough out that you could maybe do some bug fixing if they were found because they did. Oh, it, so like, they did actual beta this time. Yeah, it was like a so month ago. Yeah, um, and then they've got another beta coming up. Uh, like the at the end of the month just before it's supposed to release yeah. and they have openly said that that is a server tra- test it's not a beta for fixing bugs it's to see how their server handles full load yeah I hate um, these ones where it's like oh it's a beta it's like when's it come out next week like that's not a beta yeah that's not like, yeah. it's it's a week before it comes out bro that's that's not a beta what are you doing you can't fix shit in that time that's just a server stress test at best, if not yeah. a dumb marketing thing. Mostly a dumb marketing thing, I assume. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm I'm hopeful for D4, but at the same time, like given the shit that's happened with Blizzard these last couple of years, I don't want to get my hopes up. I know, like, like Am I at the point where I'm okay enough with Blizzard to go back to supporting them? Yeah, because I, I up until all the Cosby shit, um, I I've been pretty I played pretty much every game Blizzard ever put out. Yeah, I played most of the expansions for WoW. You know, StarCraft, Warcraft, Hearthstone, all that stuff. They've gotten plenty of my money over the years, and then it's like I went, no, no, I can't support you right now. Am well, I at the point time, where I can go back? Like, yeah, for the longest time, they, the company wasn't great. Like they made amazing games, yeah, like, some amazing stuff. Apparently, the company and the culture there was always kind of shitty, but people could look, overlook that because hey, the end result is amazing. And then yeah. we got Diablo, what was it? Um, Infinite, whatever it was. Not Infinite. Ah, uh, uh, Immortal. Immortal. Uh, Diablo Immortal, where it's just Ugh. like we want your money, and you're in the way of that. Like, no. yeah. You stop making good games and you're a shit company. I'm, I'm not going to pay attention for a while. I'm going to leave you yeah. in the corner. Like, like, if they just put out a model, it would have been like, okay, cool. Like, every company's entitled to a flub. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you're in the bad books with all the players because your company's being garbage to their employees. Yeah. And then you do this shit? It's just like, guys, come on. Yeah. Like... Off that kind of bad press, you're launching yourself into more bad press. Why yeah. would you do this? <laughs> this is a bad business decision. Pretty much. 
So, oh. you know. Like I said, I, like, I, I do entirely wonder with, within myself, like, am I ready to deal with Blizzard anymore? Yeah. Um, maybe I am. I don't know. I'll see. Like, I love the Diablo franchise. I hate saying that, but, like, I do. Like, I love every hack and slash looter that I... I've played almost every single one that's ever been released on Steam. Well, um, I mean, they're, they're great little, um, yeah. like, dopamine things. Yeah. I, I love them for that, because it's just instant rewards. I have a run around and kill thing. Ooh, I got new loots. That's brutal. Mm. I mean, it's like, fun to play with other people. And there's plenty of alternatives for me to play. That's why I'm not like, mm. oh no, I have to go play D4. Um, I mean, I've more than once gone back and played... Ah, oh, shit. Have I DC? I think I lost you again. Why does this keep happening? I don't know. Do, do, do. Are we back? I can hear you. There we go. Yay! I suddenly saw you stop moving. And I'm like, God damn, why does this happen like pretty consistently at about 30 minutes every Every turn. It's great. I, um, <laughs> but I got to your other alternatives. Uh, yeah, so, like, I've often gone back and played Titan Quest, which has actually gotten so much post-release content. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, that's been Fucking still great. getting new expansion packs released, so there's plenty of content there if you want to go play Titan Quest. Uh, the guys who originally made Titan Quest went and made Grim Dawn. Mm. Grim Dawn's fantastic and is often oh, yeah. on sale, so you can usually pretty pick sure it up pretty cheap. Moment, I don't know. I know it was on sale on GOG for 15 bucks. I swear I saw it not long ago. Can Swoosh find it? I've clicked on the store button, but my Steam is being angry at me. Let's see if mine wants to be any nicer. Here we go. Because I was looking in here... Uh, it's currently before. 35 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. 35 bucks Australian, so that's pretty good. Um, and I would highly recommend... Like, Grimdawn's... Like, it's got two major expansion packs of one little arena one. And I think they're like 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. But like the main game is long enough to make it worth buying, let alone if you get those expansion packs to go with it, which expand the playtime out even more. Mm. It's a good game and would highly recommend. Uh, and if you really need something with a little more build complexity, Path of Exile. Oh, yes. Path of Exile was great. I enjoyed that, that one far too much. Much different way of doing you know, abilities and leveling up and they're fucking giant. I'm pretty sure D4 ripped off Path of Exile for their, like, talent board. Um, so, you know, those are things that exist and I would recommend if you don't want to support Blizzard but want to scratch that itch, those are my, like, top three. Definitely. Particularly go back and check out Titan Quest. I think you'd, you'd be surprised how much other... Um, Hack and slash looters rip that game off. Oh yeah, no that that is just one of the uh, the big ones. Everything's built off. Um, actually, whatever happened to? Do we get the new Baldur's Gate already? Or? Uh, Baldur's Gate three. I think that comes out later this year. Um, but that's I, I that's a that one. that's a more traditional um, uh, ARPG though. Yeah. Baldur's um, Gate three. Because I remember they had a, a couple of trailers for that a while, like years ago at this point. Like, Ooh, that looks interesting. And then nothing's happened for God knows how long. Like, I'm getting annoyed with how far out trailers are released for games. Like, it's like, oh, we're building a hype. Like, I don't want to be hyped up for two years. That just sounds like anxiety. 
just tell me when a game is going to be available in like that year or... uh, August August that's not too bad August 31st to be exact I mean yay I, I, unless it's pushed back again I guess that could always I happen. don't think that one will they've been going through a pretty successful early access cycle that's um, that's kind of why I haven't touched it though because it's like I don't want to play half a game or like another character comes out that I'm like oh I actually would have liked to have played that a lot more yeah um, I'd rather wait and get the whole thing and be like yay actually I'm on the Grim Dawn page currently for Steam they have a uh, definitive edition bundle going for about 80 bucks there you go gets you everything and that'll also include the probably the, the equipment pack things they put out which are just for some free gear Oh, yeah. Um, but like I, I, I would absolutely, I would, I mean, I did pay full price for Grim Dawn, um, mm. back when it came out and I have, re I'm actually literally replaying it now has been what I've been doing while I've been waiting for Jedi Survivor to come out. Um, Tomorrow. yes, yes. Uh, uh, what's the actual time it comes out? Um, let's be honest. There's a, a reason we do things on a Thursday for this podcast is because most things release on a Friday. <laughs> Coming out in 19 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, we're, we're prepping for that. The second I finish work tomorrow, it's like, hmm, town oh, place oh, yeah. Jedi Madness. 100%. It's going to come home, eat food while the download finishes, because god damn it, 130 gig, what are you doing? Yeah. That's just a standard edition. I know. And I've got to download it on shitty Australian internet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, when we were looking at it before, what was the, the deluxe edition? Extra 20 bucks gets you like oh, yeah. skins. Yeah. So I was on the store page, actually. I've still got it open right now. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's got, uh, this is in Australian dollars. The normal game is 100 bucks. Pretty standard here. Fuck you Americans and your 60 to $70. You and your um, stable currency. <laughs> and the uh, Survivor Deluxe Edition is $119.95 so about an extra 20 bucks hmm. and on the page all I can find that it says anything to do with the Deluxe Edition is two lots of skins one yeah. to make you look more like Han Solo one of them to make you look more like Luke and that's Yay. it that's Thank apparently God. what they think 20 bucks is worth Jesus Christ that just makes me sad yeah like, I was expecting, like, a deluxe edition must come with, like, you know, post-release content or something like that. Nope. Pair of costumes. That's it. Yeah. And they want 20 bucks for that. Yeah, it's not like 10 bucks or something. A full $20. Are you fucking mm. kidding me? My lunch costs less than that. Yeah. Like, skins should never cost 20 bucks. Like, it's one no. of those things I always had an issue with, like, League of Legends and that kind mm. of stuff. Because... A lot of their skins were like only about five, six yeah. bucks for most of them, but some were about twelve to fifteen if they were like a special skin. Well, some of that I could get because a lot of those were a complete redo of, the, uh, of many of the features of the model, and mm. often came with uh, unique sounds and voice lines. So they had to pay someone to come in and re-record. Yeah, those make a bit more sense. Like, but sometimes this, you'd see one that wasn't actually oh, yeah. a change, and it's like, why is that one expensive? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's one of those things that gripe at me when a skin for a game costs that much. Yeah. It's worse it's, when like the only way to get skins is via loot boxes and you have to pay for those instead. Uh, That's always a fun one. Paying fakey money for loot boxes to maybe get what you want? Get out. Just fuck yeah. off. 
Oh, there's nothing worse, I imagine, than paying a shit ton of money to open loot boxes and only get doubles. Like, that would suck. But we'll give you credit back for the doubles. Get fucked, take them out of the pool. Yeah. I, I'm always the things like, no, you should take doubles off the table. You don't get them until everything's already gone. Mm. I mean, like, I play a lot of Warframe, of which just got its newest major expansion pack, so that's pretty dope, too. Nice. Um and they have uh, essentially a loot box type mechanic. You crack relics. Um, one, you get these pretty much for playing the fucking game for free, and they're very easy to farm if you want a bunch of them. Um, and two, it's you continue to play the game to open them. You don't just hit a button on a screen. Yeah. And you get a random thing. And you can actually affect them to decrease and increase the odds of rarer items in them. Doesn't guarantee it. And that's actually one of the things I dislike. When you maximum rarity at one of these relics, and you can still get the bronze tier items, it's like, no. No. I did not pay for this to be a radiant relic to get the fucking former again. Yeah, no, fuck that. But, uh. but at least that feels fairer, because like I play the game to get them, and then I play the game to open them. Yeah. It's a much fairer mechanic, to be honest. I mean, like, fucking, uh, I haven't bothered to look at it, but, like, Mahoyo just put out their new, um, gacha game. Hmm. Um, Honkai Star Rail, which is essentially a sci-fi version of Genshin Impact. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be interesting. So, you know, same gacha mechanics, but sci-fi. Interesting. But, I mean, like, get the, like as much as people like to shit on Genshin Impact and, and, and um... God, I just said the company's name. Mahoyo? Um, Probably. For, for all that shit, they've never hidden it. Yeah. Not once did they ever I mean, they've, pretend they're anything else. They've always been upfront about what they are. Um, it's The reason we were so angry at Immortal was just because they tried to hide shit. Yeah. Um, they were underhanded. If they had been open about it from the get-go, like, alright, it's still shitty, but I'm not going to be too angry. It's a free game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It's... When well, they try and hide things, that that's when you know that they are aware that this is a bad thing. Mm. The only place microtransactions really belong is in a free game. Yes. And I, I say that loosely, because I also don't think... I think a lot of companies over-monetize those sort of products. But, yeah. I get it. I absolutely do understand when you're like, look, we need to get money from this, or we can't continue to develop or support it. Yeah. You have to have something in there, be it skins or whatever. Cool. It's fine. But if I hocked out my hundred bucks, fuck you. Pretty much, if I'm paying, like, full price for a game, I should not have to suffer through microtransactions. Not even one. Yeah. Like, but everyone does them these days. And it, like, can we go back Can we go back to expansion packs? Oh, I would love that. Just, that just like, great. actual substantive expansions. Like, can we get that again? I know some companies do it, like, generally you can pretty much expect that if FromSoft's putting out an expansion pack, it's probably going to be worth it. Yeah. Um, although I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with FromSoft with their next title. What have they done now? Well, they're stepping away from the Souls uh, thing, and they're going and doing Armored Core 6. Oh. I, I'm okay with this, but at the same time, like, hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting, because some of the stuff that's, like, some of the concepts from Armor Core, if you really look at them, did kind of help build the Souls games. 
So it's kind of interesting seeing them returning to an older format of something again. I think the big thing is also going to be like, this is the first time a lot of people are going to have experienced um, Armored Core. Yeah. The last game was came out in 2012. Jesus, that was a while ago now. Yeah, so I think a lot of people probably, one, forgotten about it, and two, um, probably didn't play them because they didn't start having them on anything but a PlayStation until Armored Core 4. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people were like, Armored Core 5, oh, I, don't, I haven't played the other ones. I'm not picking this up. Oh, yeah, no, that that's always a fun thing. Do I need to have played this before? No, it's fine. That's even weirder with the Armor Core franchise, because some of the numbered uh, entries in the franchise aren't canonical. Some of the side <laughs> games are. Nice. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I played Armor Core 1 through 5. Cool, that doesn't mean you got the whole story, bro. Yeah. Did you get the peripherals? Like, the, what? Okay. So, you know, it'll be interesting. How, like, do they soft reboot the franchise with something disconnected and sort of go and the story goes from Armored Core 6 onwards or do they try and lightly drip feedback in some plot or you know what are they going to do after 10 years without a game uh, and bringing out a sequel that that is a bit of a risk but at that point you could get away with a soft reboot I think yes I definitely think you could definitely go back and and redo the original and, and start from there and build upon and do better um but they're taking that risk and seeing what they can get from a, a sequel. I hope it goes well. Yeah, so do I. I still really want them to sack it up and give me a re-release of a Togi. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think we'll get that for a fair while. I don't think we'll ever get it, and it will eternally make me sad, because most people mm. don't even know what a Togi is, and it's a massively fun game. And so yeah. was its sequel. And I would love to be able to play them again, because the only place you can get a Togi 1 is on an Xbox, and the only place you can play a Togi 2 is on a 360. Yeah. Give me they a Togi, guys! Just give me it! Because they, they never had a port, did they? No. They were only yeah. ever on those two consoles. They never went anywhere else. Which is so weird to me. Like, they were great games. Why did they never get a port? Although, they... like... <laughs> I had so much trouble playing the first Togi... Because I had a Japanese copy of it. Oh, okay. And there was, there was one level that, like, pissed me off so hard. It was a boss fight over a lake. And mm. one of the mechanics in that game was if you're over open bodies of water, you're health drained. Oh. Could not figure out how to kill this boss fast enough before I just died. Yeah. Because I couldn't read the item descriptions and use the one item that made that not happen. Ah, oh, Nice. And the minute I, I'd managed to Google it and figure it out and find a forum that actually told me what the fucking thing was, it was like, oh yeah, you just turn this on and, and you won't die. I had a similar thing with, um, what was it, Final Fantasy X. I, I honestly hate that game. Um, but I got stuck at a point where you have to fight Pain, or whatever his name was. And he turns your team undead, but it never expressly tells you that you've turned undead except for a tiny little thing in the corner. Uh, and as you know, a kid, I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm getting hurt. I'm going to use a high potion on everyone. And then they all die. Mm. I was like, why did I die? I did the healing thing. I was like, oh, yeah. that took forever to get by. Yeah. But uh, I, do we know if um, Midnight Sun is going to be going okay? Because I saw there was like, was that pushed back again? Or was that actually. Midnight like... Sun. What's Midnight Sun? Marvel's Midnight Suns. That already came out. 
Yeah, like, did it actually come... Because I remember seeing something for it recently that said it was, like, either not doing great or it hadn't come out. Oh, it didn't do great. No, it didn't. Oh, okay. Um, That's a shame. I mean, it was the kind of thing where, like, a lot of people were put off by the, um, the, like, social mechanics because people didn't want that. They just wanted to, to go beat up things as Marvel characters. Mm. Um, let's face it, everyone just wanted fucking, um... Was we want Hulk Ultimate? smash the game. Like, People, like I mean, what was it? Marvel Ultimates. Yeah, they just wanted that again. That's what people want. They want to get all of the, the the Marvel characters they like, put them into their own dream team. Maybe if there's a certain set of characters, you get a certain buff. Yeah, go smash stuff. That's what we want. I would like that. That'd be great. But I don't think we'll ever actually get that. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance One was great. Ultimate Alliance Two, I never really played because it was console only and. We never got Ultimate Alliance 3. It seems to be the way of most gaming uh, companies. The most like, go play with your friends. It's like, no. My friends are play... idiots. Yeah, I want to play my game. I want to play a game where I'm not going to be randomly murdered for shits and giggles. Because mm. like, if anyone has ever tried to play Portal with a friend, that's what you do. Yeah. Like, I... That's all there is. I just want the option to do shit on my own. I am an introvert. Leave me fucking be. Like, yeah. If I want to go and do squad things, I'll find a squad and do it. But give me the option, but don't force me to do it. Yeah. It's like, for some reason, everyone's gone, oh, nerds need to be more social. Like, no. We got by easily without being social. Or we're socialists want to be. Like, I mean, we don't just jump on this call, record this podcast, and then peace out. Mm. We were chatting and catching up for like the past hour before we started recording. We'll probably talk for maybe 20-30 minutes afterwards I see Switch pretty regularly but we hang out yeah and even then I've got a discord with a couple of diff- di- different discords in it that I could just drop into to go chat with people it's not like I'm just hiding away and never talking to yeah. a single soul in my life but it seems to be the the current trend in gaming where I say no no we have to force them to interact with people it's like no you don't well, unless you properly build a game around it, it doesn't work. Yeah, it never works. And it's like, I don't, or they'll restrict it so you can't have your friends in there. It's like, why Ugh. would you do that? Let me have my squad. That is the worst. Like, why would you not let me play with who I want to play with? I always found that weird. Like, anytime it's like, oh, you can, like, do match online. Like, all right, how do I get my friends in? You can do match online. Like, yeah, yeah okay. How do you get friends to join online? Stop asking the question. Go play online. Go LFG. Yeah. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. It, it's not great. <laughs> it's not amazing. But uh, look, I just dislike it because most multiplayer like infections don't make the game better. Yeah. The, the game wasn't built around it, so it doesn't enhance the experience. It just means that I've got multiple characters I don't have to level up. Pretty much. I mean, so many of us were looking forward to Gotham Knights, and then the minute I realized, uh, oh, this is multiplayer focus, this has got a high multiplayer focus, they're gonna make me level every character individually, and guess fucking what I was right. Yeah. Like, I was so keen for that, if I could just jump around as these characters, but no, unless you have someone with you to help, it's near unplayable. I wouldn't say it's near unplayable, it's just more grindy than I'd like it to be, because they yeah. want you to... 
grind out currencies and dumb shit to do upgrades and all that microtransaction shit they couldn't excise from the game because it was too late in development they decided to try and not do it yeah that is the weird thing at the moment we're stuck in that time frame where everyone's trying to distance themselves from microtransactions for a bit so we're seeing a lot of hasty dial back mm. of the recent generation of games unfortunately it's you can't dial it back yeah there's no like how much microtransaction-y are we it's like if you've got microtransactions built in like that you have to restart yeah you can't just turn them off and think oh yeah that'll be fine that'll make it work Gotham Knights is a vastly clear example of no it doesn't work you can't just can't pretend they weren't there anymore yeah you, you can't just pretend nothing it wasn't there just, oh it's, that's fine don't look in the corner like, no no it, it's bad don't do mm. that thing which is currently the big thing that's um that everyone's like oh cool um uh kill the justice league got pushed out hmm. awesome they're not gonna be able to fix it no guys realize that they they'll probably rip out as much as they can but the the mechanics are baked in bro like they have to go back to the drawing board and rebuild the whole game to remove the the dumb shit that they put in specifically for like I'm playing this character and then they all have to kind of be viable and gotta have nice big weak points on stuff you can't get rid of that yeah you have to restart to get rid of that there's it's so far built into it at that point it's like you can't get around it yeah like yeah but we should probably end on a, a bit of a lighter note Today. yeah okay so speaking the, of the same vein though of like yeah i know right we're still on game shit uh so because of the uh recent announcement of, of csgo 2 uh which will have enhanced lighting engines and physics and all kinds of stuff i actually really like the way it's going to affect um smoke grenades because mm. um when you shoot through it it actually creates little holes that you can see through um which means that when you spray and pray at a, a wall of smoke you're going to be able to see if you hit anyone that's going to be interesting. I like that idea. Yeah. The, the idea was to have the smoke grenades be more dynamic. So that like if you blow a grenade up near them, it pushes the smoke away. Hmm. Um, and do interesting stuff like that. So it's like, hmm, that's interesting. But because of this, there's been a big push in the CSGO skins market. Because yeah. previously, eh, skins are like, oh, these are going to look fucking sick on the new engine. And because they've already committed to all of your skins and stuff, are going to port straight on over there's been a massive bump in the current skin economy and yeah. recently a dude bought two skins uh one for a gun and one for his knife which uh yeah totaled five hundred thousand dollars fucking who has that level of money to spend on two digital assets the yeah i don't know crypto bros probably the ones affectionately referred to as whales yeah but it's just like god damn dude like it's a half a million dollars what are you doing like you could like, you have to have that inner monologue at one point of like do I buy a house or do I buy these two random digital skins I'll go with the two skins yeah apparently like, I I don't get it like I wish I had that level of money I wish I had the kind of balls to take that level of money and be like, I'm going to gamble on these skins becoming more valuable in the next game. Yeah. 
and the thing is like gambling on those skills like those skins having more value than half a million is already fucking yeah. hard to do Jesus like oh I don't see how that could be a especially because all it takes is an accidental like numerical fuck up on Val's part and those skins become more common yeah worthless completely like it's some people have more money than sense we'll leave it at that I guess yeah they do yeah Uh, another fun couple of things that popped up recently was Japan has now labelled any kind of forced religious activity for children as child abuse yeah Um, which like it, it makes sense like you you don't want to force that shit onto a child when they can't make a justified decision. Mm. Um, let them get to a point where they're old enough and then they can make that decision themselves. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, can we get that here? Uh, we can try. Because <laughs> I'd be... I, I would I would vote for that. Oh, that that does bring up the question. What was the Church of Satanism doing uh, recently? Because they're always fucking hilarious. To uh, probably at. nothing, because the Church of Satanism pretty much sits in the background going consents awesome oh I love the fact that that's one of their first commandments but that and um, they they pop up occasionally in Australia whenever we have something stupid going through that refers to religion Mm. Um, and one of them was like oh bringing back pamphlets and um, chaplains in schools for Australia Mm. because they've been gone for a while uh, for anything except for private at which point Uh, there was a chaplain at at my public school there was when I was back in high school, but they were being phased out around then. That was what... God, I just remembered we're old. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that would have been a good, like, fucking, like, 15 years Half ago? Half my life ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, because they disappeared not long after we were in school, uh, and it's like, oh, we want to bring them back. At which point, the Church of Satanism has gone, hi, you're saying that we can have a... Uh, a person in your schools and pamphlets <laughs> available at any time? It's like... No. Well, we are a justified religion and we have paid our tax dues, so we're going to do that. (laughs) So it was the ongoing threat that if they decided to push ahead, the Church of Satan would use every resource that was now available to them to the (laughs) fullest extent possible. And, like, if if you ever get bored, look into the commandments for Satanism because they're actually really nice. Like, one of them is, you know, consent, essentially, is one of their first things. Uh, of course, thou shalt not murder and all that kind of stuff. But it's things like uh, be nice to everyone you meet unless they cross you, then destroy them. So they're wholesome, but also devastating. <laughs> There's probably a list of them here somewhere. Um, I mean, I've got the 11 satanic rules of the earth. Um, I think that's them. Which is for the Church of Satan. Yeah, I think that's them. Uh, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. When you're in another's lair, show him respect or else not go there. If a guest, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly without mercy. Uh, do not make sexual advances unless you're given, uh, given the mating signal. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Acknowledge the power of magic if you have in, if you have employed it successfully to attain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. 
Do not complain about anything to which you need to subject yourself. Do not harm little children. Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for food. Uh, when walking in the open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not, destroy him. Yeah. Like, these are solid things to live by. Like, From I the like Church all... of Satan. <laughs> yeah. So, hell, I, you know, the whole thing of consent's not really mentioned in the original commandment. So, At uh, all. Ever. It's one of those odd little things. And I'm very glad Japan's made that uh, push to have that separation. Mm. Um, where it's like, no, you can have this. You, by all means, you can be religious. Don't force it on children. Mm. By all means, you can talk about it, that kind of stuff. Don't matter about that. Yeah. You can't force them to do shit. You can't mm. force a kid to go to communion. You can't force them to do other stuff. Um, your religious views shouldn't impact on another person. Mm. Uh, that includes even if, kids. Even if you made them. Yeah, essentially. I, just because you brought them into this world kicking and screaming against their will doesn't mean you can then impose your will on top. So I, I like that idea. It's a simple thing, but you don't realize that you don't have that until someone else puts it forward, essentially. Mm. Like, no one would have thought, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's definitely a thing until Japan went up and was like, actually, you can't do this. Mm. Like, oh, shit, that was happening? Like I said, can we get that here, please? Yeah. I, I remember in, um, was it primary school and that kind of stuff, being forced into religious uh, religion yeah. classes and that kind of stuff. Same. And originally I thought this would be interesting. We'll learn about other religions and we'll learn no, about like, just mythology. No, it was just Christian. It was just some guy reading the Bible. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. Most boring of all the religions, too. I know, right? Christianity doesn't even have any... Well, it has some good stories, but they don't talk about them. Yeah. Because that's all Old Testament, and we don't want to talk about the Old Testament. Pretty much. No, we only talk about the Old Testament when we want to be angry at someone else who doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the only time the Old Testament's brought up. Yeah, but even then, it's not even, like, good stories from the Old Testament. Like, there is some fucking, yeah. like, metal as fuck shit in there. Oh, But, yeah. like, we're not... No, 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 no. That sounds interesting and cool. Nah, we're not doing that. No, I can't talk about that. No, they'll, they'll get too hyped. Whereas, you know, you go look up Norse mythology and it's like, these guys were nuts. So, what was your god? He had a giant hammer and he hit all the things. Mm. Meanwhile, there's like Zeus in the corner you know, screwing anything that moved and if it didn't move, he would push it. Like, As a duck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucking like, uh, fucking Zeus and his bestiality kink. I love the fact that like, Zeus could be blamed for about 90% of the monsters in the, like, old-school Greek mythology. Yeah. Like, 9% is him, like, screwing someone. The other 10% are gods being angry about petty things. It, 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 it's like 90% Zeus screwing stuff, 8% gods being shitty that Zeus screwed stuff, and 2% misc. Yeah. The misc is really fun, though. <laughs> Yeah, this like, other, other pantheons are just so much more... Well, I, I mean, like, I like pantheon yeah. religions a lot more than monotheistic ones. Oh, definitely. Like, pantheons are more fun, because they, they have that human level of their capriciousness and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff. Like, I can get on, on board with the, the pantheon gods, because mm. they have one thing they're good at, and they suck at everything else, but by God, they'll give it a shot. Mm. Well, like, uh, again, kind of depends on... on 
what version you're talking about. Like, even if mm. you look in Greek mythology, there's three different kinds of Aphrodite. Yeah. Because there's the, the uh, more womanly one, there's the more sensual one, and then there's a war god for the Spartans. Yeah. It's like, basically, like, someone's like, oh, it's these Spartans really like war. What do we do? What would their ideal woman be? Them with, like, with tits? Done! <laughs> New Aphrodite! Kind of. Aphrodite um, 3.0. But the idea was to try and essentially break her into, like, these are things that are covered by Aphrodite, but they don't always work together. Yeah. Um, so, like, the the uh, love version is the more capriciousness hmm. and kind of meddling with people that she shouldn't, whereas yeah. the Spartan one's much more of the fire. Yeah. The, uh, like, it's all uh, kind of like, I have a book written by, I think it was Stephen Fry, actually, Mythology, um, great book, really fun, but he goes through all that kind of stuff, and it's really interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, especially if you got hold of the audiobook, because it's read by Stephen Fry, and it's amazing. Yeah, just velvet poured into your ears. Ah, it's amazing. Also, if you can find it, his uh, audiobook for his autobiography is amazing. <laughs> I don't even Stephen... bother reading it. It's like, he's just this is my book. I'll waffle if I want to. Stephen Fry is just Stephen Fry. Come on. He's also had a really interesting life. Yes, one day has. we'll have to read that one. Just go through it because it's like fun fact. Mm. He's been to prison and no one realizes this. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would. Yeah. Anyway, before we get sidetracked, like we just started talking about books, and I absolutely guarantee you, if I don't stop this right now, this episode is going to be an extra half hour long of me and Swoosh talking about books. Oh yeah, we will happily talk about books. Just don't get us started on it. We'll talk about it forever. <laughs> So, we're out past now. I think we're done for the week. Y'all have a good one. Goodbye. <laughs>